We're live at the 89th Annual Arkansas Farm Bureau Convention. We're going to have a little bit of news, an interview, and much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts right now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Hello, hello, hey. hello. We're here. State convention. Yeah, buddy. 89th or something like that, I think. Yeah, man. It was packed in here. Yep. And it cleared out right as we started. Probably because we started. Well, yeah. food, food, uh, food was on the table for some people, I think, and that that yeah, changes yeah, the world. Lunchtime. It is lunchtime. You know what we do though? We work right. We lunch. work so hard. We work we, right. We, we definitely it. don't, we don't order Chick Fil A yeah. to show up. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there might be lunch. Thanks, on. Jason. We're motivated uh, by a little bit of lunchtime uh, waiting on us uh, when we get done here. Hey guys, it is jam packed in this here trade show. Uh, we've got, let's see, let's get a quick rundown. Mac, I bet you did this yesterday several times, but we've got yes. 60 vendors in the trade show. We've got 25 vendors in the farmer's market. We've got almost 50 exhibits in the ag mechanic show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for like a hundred plus things to do and see here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you, you nailed it. Yeah. Well, we did. 10 interviews on live television yesterday so yeah. uh i'm a little bit accustomed to that um i mean it's it's packed it's fun there's been a lot of people through here i had i've had several people stop and ask me like how many people do you guys have here that i've heard over a thousand people yeah that's kind of what we were assuming i think going into it mm-hmm. uh, i think we've hit that mark and it, like you know the farmer's market this year is the first time we've done it and even those people, it's some most of them. It's their first time to be here. And they're like, I had no idea. Yeah, well, no clue I, that what what how many people came through or what this was about or what's going on. And now that you know, they do now. Are they are they happy over there? Yes, yes. I, 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 that's kind of been the uh, um, satisfaction I've gotten out of doing that project is people coming to me and giving comments of like, we're so happy to be here. Thank you for you know accepting us and. Or our, our application, and uh, this is great. We've met so many people. The one thing I've I, I didn't take into account was the uh-huh. networking they're doing with each other. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting to know the the, the vendors next to them, the other uh, farmers market people, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that part of it they're joining just as much. And a, a lady was telling me what she made the other day or yesterday, and she's like, you know, it is what it is, but I wouldn't have made that sitting at home. Really? Yeah. Huh. And she's like, this has been awesome. So well, and that works for me. You know, yeah. sneak peek. Uh, this guy spent a bunch of money. My my section of the yeah. show at the end here is going to be me showing off some of these local goods I got. <laughs> oh, and no it's, way. It'll be too late for you to come here and get it, but it won't be too late for you to support these local businesses, you know, through their online presences. Oh, that's right. Are you, you, you going to rate them? I don't know uh, if that's no. appropriate. Uh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Look, 10 out of farmer's 10. market managers getting all nervous. <laughs> 9.7 like, out of 10. Come on. You want to eat a cookie uh, earlier? Yeah. Uh, the cookie. Um, which is, is that from Miss LaVon's? Yeah, Miss LaVon, uh, which she actually works, you know, in our office. Yeah, but she, she makes yeah. some incredible cookies. That that's M&M cookie I just had, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll rate it for you right now, live. Okay. 9.45. 
Not well, how about that, Miss Levon? Get on. You are right. almost an economist with comments like that. Yeah. How the precision you have in your writing skills. Look, if you're going to have hot takes, you better be good at giving them. That's it. That's it. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to, uh, you know what? We were at dinner last night, foundation dinner. Where'd y'all eat? We were there together. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had yeah. the foundation yeah. dinner. At a foundation together. Together. Yeah. Yesterday was honoring Ray. Day. <laughs> Honoring Rich and Tina? Yeah, yeah. honoring Rich and uh, Rich Hillman and Tina uh, Hillman uh, last night at the foundation the dinner. Good. We're standing there talking, you and I, just mm. chit-chatting. Were we? Yeah, and somebody comes up to us and say, hey, I've got somebody who watches the show who oh, would like yeah, to meet yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, really? That's interesting. And he says, yeah, my friend Randy Rush, who's here with us now, watches the show. He's yeah. a fan of the show and would like to come meet you guys. And we did. We had a great conversation with Randy. Uh, talked about what he does. He works for um, EPA. He works EPA, and um, it was just great to get to see and meet a fan. So, Randy, thanks for being here yeah. today. Thank great you to so meet much. you last night. Uh, that was seriously the pleasure was all ours. We we love doing this, but the the only thing we love more than doing the show is to hear from people who like to watch or listen to the show. The feedback um, plus Randy's enthusiasm in his feedback, yeah, really was a. Uh, uh, you know, again, another positive thing for me was like, man, I, we sit here and we do this and we do take it seriously, right? Oh, we absolutely. have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there are people that like the information that we're providing, and that, yeah. that that means a lot. Yeah, and and his feedback was was dead on for what we're trying to do on this show. He's like, I get some great information, but you guys have a lot of fun while you're giving it to me. And by golly, if that's not what we're trying to do on this show, I don't know what it is. You guys have fun. So yeah, we what? sometimes too much fun. All right, Matthew, you're not here all that much, so. <laughs> Your comments. Oh, me. Well, we talked about the farmer's market. Back to the show here. We talked about the farmer's market. Uh, the Ag Mechanic Show. Have y'all walked through there? I have. I'm going to try to get one. Not, all, not only have I walked through there, I tried bidding on a fire pit, but I, it's, I'm getting priced out. It's, it's so nice. <laughs> really? Like, it is a hot. You, you think a solo stove's nice? No. These fire pits that these FFA kids have made. Are, you, uh, are you bidding on that one that looks like the Death Star? The Western no, version. That, of the I think that one's already sold. No. It's, not, it's, yeah. it's not up for auction. We actually did a video on that one. That uh, it's that's BBFFA. They, oh, you can see that work. on our YouTube channel, can't you? Yep. Okay. Uh, d- that car hauler trailer over there. I mean, I was just I I'm blown away by the level of skill uh, that these uh, high school students have. There's I think we ended up having around, like I said at the top show, around fifty projects over there. Uh, I think 25 of those are up for grabs in, in the auction. Uh, if you're watching the show, it's probably a little bit too late to get involved in that. But I'm just telling you, if this thing doesn't come back, much like the farmer's market, if that show doesn't come back next year, if the ag mechanic show doesn't come back, yeah. and the farmer's market doesn't come back, I think we're going to have a problem. Yeah, I yeah. think people are going to be I think, upset. I think something wrong. I, what, what, what I think is that people need to be saving a little little Christmas money for the, this trade show. Yeah. If you can't find a Christmas gift in this trade show, man, I don't know what to tell you. Cause yeah, the, the success I think we've had with both of these things for the first uh-huh. time. Uh huh. It's this is the the bottom that it, it, this is the floor of it, right? I think it's yeah. got a giant ceiling that it hadn't even touched yet. Oh, we could go into a whole nother building with that ag yeah. mechanic show stuff oh, and yeah. the and the farmers market. I took our speaker, so our keynote speaker. Fun. I'm not being. I'm I'm not uh, telling a joke when I tell you all this. His name is Jason Brown. Uh, when I took him through the trade show earlier today, and he walked through the farmer's market and the ag mechanic show, he was blown away 
at the amount number one the amount of vendors that we had yeah but the the quality of items and, and the things that we have here he was over there christmas shopping in the farm was he? yeah Good. um yeah he was just really blown away and he he, he so jason well he he came here because we've seen him speak at american farm bureau mm -hmm. some other farm bureau events and and things like that and so he's been around to these things he said he's never seen a trade show like this really yeah exactly I mean, he was really just. You know, amazed that, that's by uh, it's another point for Arkansas. You know, I, what was the? I think we were sitting in that meeting at the state fair, uh -huh. and the guy that does all the rides and the stuff, he was saying that uh -huh. this state, oh, the Midway, our, yeah, yeah, our state fair has more agricultural related stuff than he thought was. He was more impressed with it than any other state fair he had been to. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and I, I think sometimes the state of Arkansas doesn't get that positive reputation that yeah. it deserves. Yeah. So yeah, I like to hear that from out of staters. That's exactly right. Matthew, any other things you want to comment on before we uh, before we wrap up on the uh, on the convention talk here? Well, I I just would like to say that um, this trade show has been really really well received. I think all the workshops looked extremely well attended. The one I did on drones had a lot of interest, mm -hmm. um, and you know I think that if you're not here this year, you've messed up. Yeah. But here's here's how you fix it. Next year, it's only going to be better. Yeah. And every, every one of these little things that we've been improving on over last year, they're just going to be a little better next year. So. Yeah, I would imagine uh, we probably have more uh, attendance from the public next year too. Yeah. Oh, we saw so we saw people yesterday who yeah. said, "Hey, I saw y'all on the morning news. I went ahead and took off today. My yeah. wife and I came down. We sh we wanted to shop the farmers market. They went and did the scavenger hunt through the yeah. trade show." I mean, everything, just because they saw us on the morning show. Oh, this morning when I you was know? writing my story, I saw a group of firefighters walk through. The farmers really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, you know, I, I attended, talking about the workshops, Matthew, I sat in on the H2A workshop this morning. Guess what? We had a representative from Congressman Crawford's office in there, mm -hmm. uh, another gentleman who uh, does some consulting on ag labor issues. They were in there, and basically it was a and a Hey, how do I get, how do I fill out this form? How do I address this issue? Uh, I mean, like a basic, you know, like a one-on-one -on -one advising session almost in there. So I think we've created a lot of value. I know I know, it's kind of cliche to say best one ever. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this may be the best Farm Bureau convention ever, and I've been coming for a dozen years or more probably. So anyway, um, well, before we get into the news, mm -hmm. and we have a special guest today, by the yeah. way. So before we get into any of that, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and let you uh, fill us in on the latest uh, news du jour for the Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> yeah, this is you what I was will, we, we you will whoop me if, <laughs> if, uh, if yes. we don't talk about news. This. We beat Duke. Is that what you're talking about? And, uh, I, I was gonna talk about. Yep. I thought he'd talk about that. I was on the radio just not too long ago. Wow, look at you. And the, the question the that was asked to me was like did you watch the game last night and i was like yes of course i watched the game last night but we we got to the point where well, you think i am an idiot just in the last 48 <laughs> hours yeah I think 48 hours ago what was the state of the arkansas football program and the fan base's feelings toward it uh probably not good i'd say and one on, out of ten and on top of that the Razorback basketball team had just kind of gotten a little well, bit of a slope you know we yeah two, got two got down it, got hit pretty hard in uh, uh atlantis uh-huh Atlanta, uh -huh. or atlantis, the bahamas, the bahamas. Yeah. yeah the bahamas uh, so, eh, people were feeling, feeling too good. Then, uh -huh. boom! All of a sudden, we, they hire Bobby Petrino for the offensive coordinator, coming back for round two of his stint at the University of Arkansas, which you called two days ago. Yep, everybody was credit. like, 
you know, I mean, you, you're talking about like it's already happened. I was like, man, I think this is going to happen. Yeah. I did say some other things about it. But, <laughs> uh, and then we beat Duke, the number seven team in the nation. Mm-hmm. And the, what, the fifth time we've ever played them? Yeah. And our, our record against Duke, uh, well, we were, they'd won two and we'd won two. And we beat them last night, but we almost, we almost gave it back to them. I don't know if you watched that game. I, you know what? I was in bed, I got to tell you. I almost went to sleep, but I had to watch it. But, well, man, you know, we were up by like, 15, 20, yeah. something and like that. almost gave it back. <laughs> almost gave it back. I don't know. I don't know how old you were in '94, uh, but I remember watching I that Duke again. <laughs> you weren't born yet, probably. <laughs> knowing my, knowing how old I am, but a little, a little I remember watching that Duke game in the national championship game. I have very foggy memory of it. I do yeah. have. I think my dad or one of my parents were there, and they brought me back a. Uh, a basketball with the New Orleans oh, logo, yeah, logo on it, the on it, yeah. March Madness thing. Yeah. I still have that basketball. Really? Mm-hmm. Hold on to that thing, yeah. man. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's I, the kind of excitement I've heard today around that victory yeah. over Duke. But, man, what, what do y'all think about Bobby P coming back? I, I don't – I'm, I'm well, just kind of numb to it. I don't know how to – It feels like a real shot in the dark hoping hoping for yeah, things to, yeah, let's, to turn around. It sounds like desperation to me. I really hope it works. I really hope yeah. it works. Yeah, but, uh, uh, we'll see. I, I'm with you. I, you know, as an outsider looking in, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a Razorback fan uh, by trade, um, but I do follow them and keep up. And to me, it does have that feel of um, we needed something yeah. here. We needed some sort of shot in the arm. Does it feel like a PR stunt to you? <laughs> you know, professional well, yeah, I mean, opinion, he's... a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? If it works out, that doesn't matter. He's exactly. Done, he's done well up in Missouri. It was Missouri State. Yeah, he was OC at A and M last A&M year. A and M last so, year. So, like, too. you know, he's 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 done all right. So, I think. Well, yeah. uh, here's we'll the thing: see. it can't get much worse. No, uh, I think Pittman said some comment about the defense, the Little Rock Touchdown Club, at the beginning of the season, saying, you know, this year we got a new defensive coordinator. Last year we were uh, we were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, this year we hope to be better. So it was like we were probably the worst in the country this year in offense. We're pretty far down there. Yeah. Hopefully Bobby P can bring that up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. But that's my rant. I, All right. Before I well, get too carried away. I hate to tell you guys this is not a sports talk show. You were on a sports talk show. I was. Uh, talking about Farm Bureau. <laughs> talking about Farm Bureau. Now we're on Farm Bureau uh, talk show talking about sports. Yeah. So uh, let's get into a little bit of news. I don't want to delay. Macy's here waiting to come yeah. on the show. I don't want to delay. Um, so uh, as I said, we're going to talk to a policy analyst about the Farm Bureau later in the show, Macy Kelly. Uh, but I thought I would give a little uh, perspective on that extension of the Farm Bill and what hurdles may still be in front of us in the coming months. And spoiler alert, it has to do with the timeline. Uh, this story is from Philip Brasher at AgriPulse. And Philip says the year-long extension of the 2018 Farm Bill enacted a few weeks ago, as we've uh, reported previously on this show, effectively gives lawmakers until January 2025 to finish a new Farm Bill. Hmm. Uh, that's when the expiration of the extension could trigger laws dating back to 1938 and 1949 that would force USDA to take steps next year to drastically raise the price of milk, wheat, and other commodities. Yeah. Uh, he uh, Philip makes the point that the first few months of the year will be crucial uh, for progress on the farm bill. 
largely because after the midway point of the calendar in 2024, uh, the House and Senate are scheduled uh, to be out of session a lot, with the exception of a few weeks between the uh, Republican National Convention in July and the November elections. Uh, there's also legislation pending on Ukraine and Israel funding, plus the hard deadline for Congress to agree on fiscal 2024 spending bill is uh, bills. Uh, that deadline is effectively April in 2024. Okay. All this said, with the political calendar the way it is, Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa told AgriPulse uh, that July is the effective deadline for Congress to get a new bill done. We were celebrating a couple of years ago. Hey, we got a 12 month extension, or a couple of weeks ago, we got a 12 month extension. Now, all of a sudden, uh, Senator Chuck Grassley says, really, we're looking at July in 2024. Hmm. The story quotes, uh, our own Senator John Bozeman, obviously we'll talk about him a lot more with Macy, uh, but John Bozeman said, farm country has been good to Republicans. Uh, he's the ranking member of the Senate Ag Committee, of course, uh, and he says Republicans respect that, uh, that, that goodness that they've seen. So there's an incentive to get the farm bill done. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say farm country has also been good to Democrats in critical areas both in the House and the Senate. He said Democrats understand that, too. Um, so uh, this story had more from uh, Senator Stabenow and others, of course. Um, but the main thing I think we want to take away here is uh, that timeline may not be as comfy and cozy as we thought. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to watch closely to see how things progress over the holiday or after the holidays. And we may be able to get a little bit of insight on that timing. Uh, from our interview uh, a little bit later in the show as well. Cool. Well, I want to talk about H2A. Okay, let's do it. This is starting to become like WOTUS for me. It is. You know? It is, Just isn't it? Every week I've got another little snippet about it. Yeah. So right. H2A is back in the news. Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty timely given that we had a workshop this morning over it about it. And we've been talking about H2A within Farm Bureau pretty heavily the last few weeks, especially with policy our our state convention uh, this week. Uh, so USDA's farm labor survey came out this week and unfortunately doesn't provide much good news for farmers who do utilize the H2A or guest worker program. Mm. The survey is the foundation of for, or foundation for how the Department of Labor sets the adverse effect wage rate or AWER. Mm. The AWER is the hourly minimum wage farmers uh, must pay guest workers or local workers for the same position. Mm -hmm. According to the USDA, Farmers will be paying more for labor in 2024 and in some areas of the country over a dollar more an hour from 2023. Veronica Nye, agricultural economist for the American Farm Bureau Federation, was quoted saying the USDA's farm labor survey told us that wage rates across the United States and all states and all regions increased in 2023. The farm labor survey tells us that in 2024, farmers in 13 states will pay more than $1 more per hour to their H-2A employees than they did this year. Uh, she also goes on to say that farmers in 31 states will pay between 50 cents and a dollar more, and only in six states is the increase for next year less than 50 cents. The smallest increase was uh, for the Corn Belt, Region 2, where wage rates rose a quarter, which was a 1.4% increase. Uh, Hawaii, however, saw the largest percentage increase. Oh, interesting. And will pay uh, $1.49 per hour more next year for their H-2A program than they did this year. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, for most of our listeners, they're probably more interested about what's going on here in the state. Yeah. So as for Arkansas, the 2023 AWER was $13.67. And from that, we have seen this morning, or what from what I've seen this morning, Arkansas farmers can expect to pay at least 86 86 cents more than last year, mm-hmm. which would increase the minimum hourly wage uh, for the program to $14.53. So somewhere around a 6% increase from the previous year. I think I've mentioned this every time H2A comes up on our show or yes. in any type of conversation uh, I talk to anybody about it, uh, is that these wage rates make or break farmers' operations. Absolutely. And as wages increase within the program, the less viable operating their business can be. Mm-hmm. And right now, given the cost of everything else that's gone up, whether it's from COVID or ge- geopolitical issues, uh, labor has continued to go up. Absolutely. And the need and demand for labor continues to go up. Uh, yeah. And this has become one of the largest expenses producers, not only in the state, but the country are having to deal with. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that. Uh, we're going to talk to Macy about this because I, I think we're interested to see if if, there, if there's going to be any, any of this in the farm bill. I don't know that there will be mm-hmm. um, because the, the you know uh, H2A program really lies under Department of Labor and Department of Homeland Security. But I think I think we should talk to her uh, and just kind of ask if this is on on the uh, Senate Ag Committee's radar. And, you know, just kind of get her perspective on it. Yeah. And uh, probably what's going through people's minds is, John, every year this thing goes up. Right. As long as I've been in the program, it's never gotten cheaper. Uh-huh. And if you ask me if that's going to change, my answer will be no. No. That All will right. continue to be the case until some sort of regulatory change comes across. Here's a question for you. We know it impacts row crop farmers. Mm-hmm. We know it impacts specialty crop farmers. Has it gotten out of those boundaries at you all? You know, the, uh, the on the livestock side of it, they're right. not within H-2A so much as they are the H-2B program, and that's uh, okay. mainly Thank on you. the processing side, whether it's processing milk or uh-huh. uh, uh, cuts of meat, okay. et cetera, uh, okay. or, or even uh, poultry. So uh, Yeah, that's a know, good that's a good point. It's a different program, but it's the same, same idea. Same idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I know we're going to uh, – we're going to – take a pause here we're going to play some musical chairs uh matthew I, i'm i'm sorry to say but we're going to boot you off camera um it's all right but before we before we do that uh well it's just limited you know Look, it's a hey, live show if i was going to be kicked off by anyone i'm glad it's macy so that's right um look it's a live show we got to be flexible y'all know that we've talked about that before you go matthew do you want to do you want to have a little bit of fun Brian's not here. Well, Brian's here. He's doing a thousand other things. Uh, do you have a stump the host uh, no, restaurant well, like, recommendation? Like I said, I I, uh, I did some shopping over oh, there that's right. in the uh, that's right. in the farmers market. So I'm gonna okay. I got I got. I, sorry, I had to bend down. The yeah, video if, if you're listening, uh, I got I got three things here. I was gonna just show off, which is we had lots of great booths over there. I bought something from basically every single one of them. Uh, okay, but. First of all, we had uh, Sarah's smoked uh, specialties. Some of you guys might have, I think, Jason, you had hey, some pecans, can smoked I, pecans. Can I jump in and say that? I bought the smoked pecans. This, there's two kinds. There's cinnamon sugar and there's sweet heat. Uh, the sweet heat they're out of. They sold out of them. If yeah. you need a sample, i got a half bag in the they're, room. Now. They're incredible. Oh, uh, really good. But I got some of their spicy smoked salsa, and man, let me tell you, this is some, this is some good stuff. Is it good? Does it oh, slap? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
I, I, you know, it's spicy, so I'd say it's fire. You know? <laughs> oh. Come on, get, get, your, get your Gen Z lingo. Come on, dude. <laughs> I'm too old for that. Um, second thing I got was uh, from Squirrely Homestead, mm-hmm. uh, oh. and it's uh, Lily Shaw, and she, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's two, her two big things she's doing, she sells some honey and stuff from some other people, but mm-hmm. she's got dehydrated candy, first of all. Oh, interesting. Which is very interesting and, you know, strange, but uh, let me tell you, yeah. she gave me a sample. That's some good stuff. But her her piece de resistance, I would say, no, is... Uh, I like that phrase. That's not uh, Gen Z. Is... <laughs> <laughs> that was a collective sigh for everyone under uh, the age of 30. Um, that's funny. Uh, uh, but she had jellies and jams, and I picked up some hibiscus jelly, and ooh, I'm really excited good. about it. Um, put it on a biscuit or something, you know? Nice. Uh, but she had, she had some great stuff over there. Uh, and lastly, I got some pickles from Magnus Creek Farm. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they're they're up in Austin, or, you know, right outside of Cabot. Yeah. They've got all sorts of jarred uh, and stuff like preserved things and Sweet and um, spicy. I haven't tried these yet, but I'm really excited about it. Uh, and I've got a whole bag of stuff. But awesome. This is all just, you know, if nothing else to say, guys, you can do as much shopping as you want locally. You can get almost yeah. anything you want locally. Come get your Christmas shopping. Um, and here, you know, it's too late for you to come here. But all of these guys, you know, you can look at our list. The list is out there. They all have online presences. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of them ship things, you know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. or at the very least, go follow them and see what farmers market they're going to be at next. You yeah, know? if you check out our social media page, you'll see a list of all the ones that were here, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and the ones mm-hmm. that have social media. We, I, I believe, we tag them in all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can you know follow in that direction and, and, through and, that path. And I'll, I'll finish off by saying, uh, if you came to the convention and you really enjoyed this farmers market, make sure to you know. Let let staff know that. Let share people that. know. Yeah. Share it around because the the way we get this to be bigger and better is by you know people saying, "Man, that was a great addition to the trade show." Yeah, yeah, and that prevents people saying that John McMinn doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh boy, here we go. How here do you know go. the rumors I was starting? Yeah, exactly. See, uh, my concerns <laughs> are real. <laughs> well, I tell you, I've already I'm gotten like a the text. Magic man we saw I've that. already gotten a text from somebody who said, uh, "Hey." Grab me some emu meat, please, because yeah. I can't get down there, Ooh. but I really want some. So and, and I think that, it's insanely I, popular. I had some emu uh, emu brisket tacos out of some emu from Amy Hall and her uh, Gum Creek emus. Incredible. Oh, man. I mean, like, it's very much a, and I say brisket as in it was cut to be like brisket, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, if you want a lean meat, if you're somebody who's, you know, kind of trying to, you know, cut it back on some fats, yeah. emu's the way to go. Obviously, too, if you have alpha gal, but that's yeah. A, that, yeah. that's a different world. Well, I, I, one funny story I heard from the farmers market yesterday was that you know all the FFA students were here, uh-huh. and some of them came over. To, I think it was Koi's Southern Eats or something. They've got a bunch of seasoning. Yeah, they had this wild game seasoning, and a few kids bought it. But they they tagged her on their Instagram, uh-huh. and she said within about fifteen minutes. All these kids stormed her. Like we saw, you know, the seasoning on really? so and so's Instagram said it was great. Oh she was man, like, I was overwhelmed. You know, but that's funny. She was like, I don't really know how social media works, but apparently it works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you're having a good time. Awesome. That's so, funny. That's funny. Well, uh, we have an interview with Macy coming. Yeah, up. Yeah, we got an interview with Macy. Uh, so we'll knock that out real quick, and uh, I don't know. We'll wrap up the show. Yeah. Awesome. All right, we're back just as we promised. We have Macy Kelly here on the show. Macy, yes, thank do. you for joining us. Thanks for having me. 
you know, whenever we record this show at live events, we sometimes like to include an interview. And uh, Mac and I were sitting in a meeting yesterday. We looked yep. up. You were there. He taps <laughs> there me is. on the arm. Yeah, he taps me on the arm. He's like, hey, why don't we try and get Macy on the show? I'm like, dude, we're recording tomorrow. What do you mean? And he's like, ah, just ask her. She'll do it. You just kept on asking me for ideas. And I was like, well, there she is right there. That's fair. That's fair. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you again. Uh, I, let me formally introduce you. If you watch this show, you probably know who Macy is. But here's the formal. Uh, uh, um, here's the formal. It's my pleasure to welcome Macy Kelly to the show. She's a policy analyst for the U.S. Senate Ag Committee. And better yet, an Arkansan who traveled home to be at the 89th Annual Arkansas Farm Bureau Annual Convention today. So, Macy, thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. How about that delivery? It was <laughs> is he, Has he been working on that, you think? I have. Probably right. um, <laughs> I think he has. I have. I'm, yeah. uh, it's an audition. Impressive. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, how's your show been so far? Uh, being here has been great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of... I always go back to a joke that Senator Bozeman says of being in Arkansas is back, yeah. being back around regular people. So <laughs> it's, it's great yeah. to be back around the regular people, be well, back in the home state yeah. of Arkansas, um, just getting to see all the celebration. Uh, there's a lot of buzz here at the convention, so uh-huh. getting the chance to see the trade show and all of the workshops mm-hmm. and the sessions that you have, it's just really a great opportunity. I'm sure I'm sure it's a little slower here than it is in D.C.? Things move a little... <laughs> Not at the convention. Things Not the are, convention? Yeah. Tight ship, well, you guys run here. Well, Senator yeah, yeah, we'll Bozeman has been on the show, and I can assure you, he was not talking about us when he said being back around regular people. No, <laughs> he knows. No. Uh, <laughs> he knows we're anything but that. Um, well, we're really glad to have you. We reported earlier in the show uh, a little bit of an update from the farm bill. We saw the CR uh, last uh, in the last couple of weeks. We'll get to that here in a minute. But before we get down to business, that's really what we wanted to have you talk about. Before we get there, really quickly, um, let's just talk a little bit about your history. Um, you're, we've established you're in Arkansas. Yes. But you also have a history in agriculture. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your, your history here in Arkansas and your time in agriculture. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So agriculture has been a staple in my family for yeah. generations. Um, we, when I was growing up, we always had a small cow-calf operation mm-hmm. up in my family's farm is in South Central Missouri, actually. Okay. okay. And I was born at, just across the border in Mountain Home, Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Mountain Home. Yeah. Go, go Bombers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but growing up, we had our uh, cow-calf. I always say that kind of ended after my dad had his first herd of longhorn cattle. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Once you have to fix fence, like, oh, once yeah. a week yeah, yeah. for a couple of months, you kind of get out of the, of <laughs> the cattle business. Um, but after that, you know, we kept cutting hay on our family's farm. Yeah. I always grew up with horses, so I rodeoed. I competed no, wow. in 4-H uh, state-a-rama events. Um, in high school, I was in FFA. I was a chapter officer in Mountain Home, and I got to compete on the local, state, and national levels in career development events and leadership development Mm -hmm. events. Um, I was uh, blessed with the opportunity to be an Arkansas state officer for a year. Uh, That helped me travel around the state and learn a lot about Arkansas agriculture, Uh which just a great opportunity. And then um, I went to the University of Arkansas to study agricultural communications, Mm -hmm. agricultural leadership, and political science. Yeah, and now wow. I get the chance to use that in D.C. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, I work on the Senate Agriculture Committee on the minority staff for Senator yeah. Bozeman from Arkansas. So really just kind of coming full circle, get the chance to work for the home state, for the home senator, come back to Arkansas and talk about agriculture. Heck really yeah. Mean. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, 
we're happy that you're up there representing us, Macy. <laughs> I'm sure you do a really good job. But uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, Senator Bozeman's really big on hearing back from farmers yes. mm-hmm. and trying to address their issues, especially here in the state of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he does a really good job mm-hmm. of that. But what are you all hearing in your office? What's the senators hearing from farmers within the state of Arkansas? And what are those issues that they seem to be more concerned with and what he's focusing on? Sure, sure. So Senator Bozeman has been traveling around the the country this year. Yeah. Um, and he kind of put out a formal invite to all of his Senate colleagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, invite me to your state. I would love to visit. I want to know what your farmers are saying. Yeah. And I don't know that he expected so many of his colleagues to take him up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, he's been to 18 states. Wow. Alaska, I saw. Alaska. I mean, I mean, he's been all over Alaska. He's been to Florida. Um, yeah. Iowa. So Great Plains states. Yeah. Eastern coastal states. The Midwest. Yeah. And um, so we're at 18 of those. We have a few more down the, down yeah. the pipeline. Wow. But I would say that whether Senator Bozeman is meeting with farmers and ranchers in Arkansas or any of those states that we mentioned, mm-hmm. I, the biggest issues that we hear about, um, that Senator Bozeman hears about, is mm-hmm. that we have to have a strong farm safety net. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, yeah. He t- we hear endlessly about reference prices and making improvements to crop insurance to make it more affordable for farmers. Yeah. We That's hear something. about... Um, people, you know, being discouraged and leaving the farm. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. the average age of the farmer is steadily increasing. Skyrocketing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we've heard so much from young farmers or people in farm families that their family ha- or their parents and grandparents have dissuaded them from yeah. going into agriculture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you guys are no, no stranger to that. And I, I think the other thing that we hear about uh, often is labor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not easy to be a farmer, mm-hmm. and we hear that through and through all the time. But I would say farm safety net is probably number one. Yeah, that yeah we you know, you about. hit on some points that we've been focused on. Labor has been a huge topic right now for That's us. That's right. Uh, and then also the, the crop insurance thing. We've, we've been, even with not just row crop, but especially crop people too as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the senator's heard a lot of that in other states he's been in. Yes. Uh, yeah. Again, Florida, we hear, we, um, people also travel to Washington, D.C. to meet with Senator Bozeman. Yeah. So, I mean, other big specialty crop states, uh, Washington mm-hmm. State, Oregon, California, we've heard from farmers in all of those states yeah. struggling with the same things. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, I tell you, we mentioned it a minute ago. We've talked about it several times on this show, the, the story we reported earlier. But we know the farm bill has been extended for a year as part of the CR. Uh, what's next on the agenda for a new farm bill? What should farmers expect as far as timing goes there? No, that's a great question. So the extension was for one year solid. So we're looking at September 30th of 2024. Okay. In that time, I would say that nothing is pausing. We're Mm -hmm. still hitting the pavement running, working in, uh, you know, a bipartisan manner. All four corners have incentives to get a farm bill done, Mm -hmm. whether it's the leadership of Chairwoman Stabenow in the Senate or the leadership of Glenn Thompson there in the House. Uh, everyone wants to get a farm bill done, and they want it to be a good product yeah. at the end of the day. Right, yeah. Um, so we, as Ag Committee staff and as Senator Bozeman has kind of commissioned us to do, mm-hmm. we haven't stopped. Yeah. Uh, so nice. we're still working on developing policy, on kind of negotiating the terms of what a next farm bill looks like. I would say that um, when we talk about what the farm bill has to look like and places that we still need to reach Mm -hmm. uh it's got to be one that works well for farmers and agriculture it's got to be one that protects uh you know uh, benefits that are already in place for farmers for farm Mm -hmm. families rural communities 
Um, it has to be an all-encompassing approach that is bipartisan and is going to be, you know, going to serve the purpose of what a farm bill should. Yeah, that's that's incredible to know. Uh, and that story that we uh, reported earlier actually said, look, the, the extension isn't as long as you think. There's going to yeah. be some recesses involved next year, especially once we get past that midpoint of the year. So really the time crunch is on. And I would assume that that first quarter of 2024 is incredibly important. As you said, you're, you're not pausing, but that first quarter probably is really crucial to the timeline. And I think you gave a really good point of the same thing I've been reading is that you want a, the right farm bill, right? right. Mm-hmm. You want it to protect farmers mm-hmm. and we need the best we can get out of it. Mm-hmm. But is there going to be any more additional input sessions for farmers or public comments for this farm bill going forward with the extension? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I would say um, going back to the extension, you know, We've had so much input already. We started hearings right. in uh, summer of 2021. Yeah, to, I attended one of those here in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of our, we kicked it off first with a field hearing in Michigan, the yeah. chairwoman's mm-hmm. home state. Mm-hmm. And then our second hearing on the farm bill was here in Arkansas in Jonesboro. And mm-hmm. we are just. The, I was there for that one. Yeah, the outreach <laughs> of that was awesome. Uh, we've, we've heard a lot of great feedback for what a farm bill needs. Um, in terms of the extension, you know, uh, it was a clean extension. Yeah. And that was something that you know, was already a topic of a lot of conversations in mm-hmm. uh, amongst the four corners and with congressional leadership of mm-hmm. what does an extension look like. Yeah. So that extension for a year under the same terms of the 2018 Farm Bill was really um, in matter of creating certainty yeah. for farmers, yeah. right? So they can enroll in the programs. They We know what we're working with for the next year while we right. continue to try to improve it. And I would say, you know, Input doesn't stop on that. So I mentioned 18 states earlier. Senator Bozeman still has on the docket to visit West Virginia and Oklahoma. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we've got a couple more uh, down the rocket. And we've got, uh, you know, every week we meet with farm stakeholders, uh, farmer groups, commodity groups, um, environmentalist groups. Mm -hmm. Forestry, you know the yeah. the amount of input all that we encompassing take, ag. It you know. is right. Yeah. Uh, nutrition is. Uh, oh, yeah. You know we continue to hear from stakeholders bill. in that space as well. Yeah. So you know the input doesn't stop. We want to make sure that there's no stone, uh, you know, not overturned. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I understand completely. Yeah. For sure. Hey, right, if you're listening to the episode, you're not going to notice a change at all. But if you're watching, you're going to notice. Whoom. Abracadabra Mac is gone. That's because he's incredibly popular. If you watch this program, you know that. He's had to step away to do another interview. Uh, so, Macy and I, we're going to keep rocking on. Hey, look, we've told you guys before, when we do a live show, it's all uh, no holds barred. So, uh, we're going to keep the show must go on. We're going to keep rocking here. All right, Macy, my next question to you, we've talked about timing. We've talked about input. We've talked about all that. Here's a topic that keeps coming up. You mentioned it briefly. We've had a workshop on it this morning, H-2A, H-2A labor in ag. So is is that a topic of priority for the Senate Ag Committee? And if so, what what is the, can you give us any insight into the focus of that work? Sure. Yeah. Um, labor, H-2A or not, you know, domestic labor, everything. Mm-hmm. We hear about that there is simply not enough people in the agricultural workforce. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, ag is so labor intensive, right? Especially, um, especially crops where there's not automatic harvesting capacity yeah. and things yeah. like that. Um, we hear about that all the time in the terms of H2A, 
you know, we run into issues because that is under the purview of the uh, Judiciary Committee. Mm. So it's just outside of the purview of what the Senate Agriculture Committee can do, even though it mm -hmm. directly impacts farmers and ranchers all across the nation. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Yeah. So a lot of the changes to H-2A, even H-2B programs are done at the administrative, the regulatory level. Right. And that's something that um, congressionally we have to be we have to take note of. Right, right now, that there's makes sense. a couple yeah. of major proposed rules through uh, the Department of Labor and the Department of Home, uh, Homeland Security mm -hmm. that are going to impact how the H-2A program operates mm -hmm. and how the, it will impact farmers who utilize it. And, uh, you know, some of these things, Senator Bozeman uh, just joined a letter with one of his colleagues, Cindy Hyde-Smith from Mississippi, okay, um, to try to extend comet periods to be more friendly to farmers because these comet periods were about to close in the middle of harvest. And that's just an example of, uh, you know, DHS and DOL, um, you know. Not understanding sure. the, the, the intricacies of a, of a, of a farm uh, schedule right. even. You yeah, know? I mean, there is a conceptual kind of misunderstanding or a misstep of, you know, these farmers need to have input because this is their livelihoods, right? It's right. not just it's not just their business that they can go home from. It is their home. Yeah. It's their yeah, every day fair. in and yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're continuing to, to watch those things and to try to be helpful on the Senate Agriculture Committee side, um, trying to ask the right questions and provide mm -hmm. the right guidance, um, but and then help farmers when they have questions. I think oh, that's yeah. that's our biggest role on the Senate Ag Committee is trying to be helpful in that way. Um, but it, there there are some real challenges posed within the H-2A uh, program that simply make it more expensive. I was just chatting with a farmer here at this convention, actually. Uh -huh. He said, you know, uh, if one of these rules goes into effect, that's going to increase my cost by $1,000 a day mm. on farm labor. Mm -mm. $1,000 yeah. a day. And I bet it was about those SOC codes. It was. Yeah. It yeah, was. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, it's just, it's, it goes back to a conceptual misunderstanding mm -hmm. of the impact of these things or what farm labor actually looks like. Yeah. Uh, because when you're, you know, when you work on a farm, you're not just, you know, a truck driver. You're a man right. of many hats. Yeah, sure. Uh, and that's something that we've tried to, uh, that Senator Bozeman has tried to message. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, he always does an, an ag tour or, or, or more, especially here in Arkansas. Obviously, yes. we talked about him visiting 18 states. Yeah. Um, but I think I feel like he's got a good grasp. And even when those things are out of the purview, uh, DOL, DHS, things like that, which makes it a challenge. Um, I, I love that he's still taking in that, that input yes. uh, from farmers. And we talk, something we talk about so much on this show is making your voice heard when these surveys open up, like the uh, like the working group on the House side right. and the Ag Committee. Um, when 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 the input sessions are around and and you have the opportunity, your perspective is unique and nobody can understand your perspective like you. Mm -hmm. And we always encourage farmers to make that known. I, I I'm a, I can only assume the center wants to still hear from farmers, even though. The, you know, a lot of that lies within Department of Labor and, and DHS. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say also, um, you know, Arkansas is, they have a delegation that understands the impact yeah, of farmers. With uh, Representative Crawford being uh -huh. one of the main leaders on the House uh, Farm Labor Task Force mm -hmm. that just compiled kind of a overview of the gaps and needs of the farm labor force. Mm -hmm. 
incredibly helpful in informing policy going mm -hmm. forward, which is exciting. But I would also say, you know, in the state, whether it's Senator Bozeman's staff or any of the other delegation, there are resources mm -hmm. within the state and staff within the state that are there to be helpful. Uh, when, when farmers have issues or questions about H-2A, how to acquire, uh, you know, H-2A workers or, you know, running into all of the regulatory burdens or, you know, roadblocks. Uh-huh, right. So that's what's, that, that's what, you know, from a congressional standpoint, we're happy to be helpful in those things. And definitely input on how we can make those programs work better is vital. Yeah. Vital. Well, that's awesome. And hey, shout out to Congressman Crawford's office because he he had a staff person here in our H2A session this morning giving some input, talking about some things they've seen, some things they've learned, and mm -hmm. some ways that they can help um, farmers and ranchers as well when it comes to this. So um, let me see here. I guess if you're ready to wrap this thing up, we've, gosh, we've kept you a long time and I apologize <laughs> for that. But, um, all right. So I don't know if you watch this show. We'll, we'll, we'll say you do. Um, long time viewer. Yeah. Long time, long time, long time, long time, time. Every week. Don't, don't miss an episode. Uh, all right. So we always have some fun. We always talk about food. Those Love are two that. things that we're going to do. Uh, so here we go. One thing you left out of your resume I say your resume. You're telling us about your background. One thing that you left out, you are a previous intern of oh, Arkansas yes. Farm Bureau. Okay? Yeah, so we're going to brag on you. We're very proud of you at Farm Bureau. So you're a previous intern, and you know what we like to do at Farm Bureau? Eat. That's true. And this Thanks show loves to talk about food. So think back. Put your put, get, get in the Wayback Machine here. And I, we're interested in your, in your best meal while you're an intern and I'll give you a little flexibility while you've been working in ag. Oh man. What is one of the best meals you've had? And when we were coming up with this question yesterday, Max said no barbecue or fish can be mentioned mainly because that's the staple at, <laughs> at farm bureau meetings. So yeah, that's it. That's your question. Um, what, what is one of the best meals you've had? I'll say here in Arkansas, Okay. Uh, while you've been while you've been working in ag, put I'm putting you on the spot now. I'm you know fair warning, but we don't give you these questions ahead of time. Yeah, so. you know I mean to filibuster, I'll just say good things about Arkansas Farm Bureau while I think on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I always yeah. I you know I, I graduated college in COVID and then oh wow I didn't realize yeah, that it's in 2020. So I always kind yeah. of joke that I graduated from my kitchen table and there's a picture <laughs> to prove it. Uh, I have a picture of like a selfie with my cap and gown. That's funny. And then in summer of 2020, I was an intern uh -huh. for Farm Bureau and mm -hmm. Matt was like, mm -hmm. "Man, I'm so sorry. Like usually it's DC trips and you get to go to all of these, uh, you know, like county meetings and uh -huh, things like that." Sure. Well, that was those weren't happening. Yeah. So um, I got the chance. We were working on you know. Uh, intern stuff and I stayed local to Little Rock but there was yeah. a lot of opportunities to eat good food and you know you have a lot well, of good barbecue and fish yeah that, well that's for sure that's for sure alright I'm going to give you a little bit of grace giving me, the, giving me the COVID explanation I realize that maybe we misstepped in this question so we're going to stay food related when you come home from D.C. what's one of the places you've got to hit mm. Yeah. Just in Arkansas? Or yeah, just in Arkansas. Okay. When you're home. When you're home. I'm going to give you a second to think. I'm going to tell you, we spent some time over Thanksgiving up near your home. We were in mm -hmm. Bull Shoals uh, oh, nice. over Thanksgiving. And we made a day trip over to Harrison. 
buddy, if you haven't been to Neighbors Mill, which came recommended from stuff. this gentleman, Matthew, our producer right here, uh, that was a fantastic place. Oh, it's And wonderful. he's recommended it on this show before, and that's the reason we went. Killer. Oh, it's fantastic. So, anyway. I mean, you missed a lot of great places in Mountain Home, and yeah. I'll give you a list later. But yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, that's funny. Um, no, but Neighbors is amazing. I would have to say, you know, the worst thing about being in D.C., food-related, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. Yeah, DC. well, that's fair. Um, but I would say there's not good Mexican food. Really? Yeah. You, that's kind I of mean, a surprise. There's a couple places that, it, you know, are, are pretty good. Are pretty uh-huh, good uh-huh. But it's not like being back home yeah. and getting Mexican food back home. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they're like, there's like a circuit of Mexican restaurants that I have to go home to. <laughs> I love it. There's I one in it. Mountain Home called Salsas. There's one in yeah. Fayetteville um, uh, that I go to all the time. Yeah. Uh, Matador, and there's mm-hmm. a few others. But I would have to say, if I'm ever in Arkansas on a Tuesday and I uh-huh. need a Taco Tuesday, yeah, there is a place called Mr. Taco Loco in Fayetteville that really? I was a regular when I was in college. Okay, ninety-nine cent street tacos, the best street tacos awesome. you'll ever have. Um, I would probably have to say that's my that's my go-to. I've got to get there when yeah. I come back. But there's, I mean, gosh, there's so many people. I like Slim Chickens. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, see, even this, you don't have to overdo it. You don't have to say, hey. I, I want to go get a ribeye. Like, it right. can be something simple. Right. Just the good old, good Mexican food. Do you know Mr. Taco Loco in Fayetteville? Do you know this place? No? Okay. We'll go All there. right. Well, I'll get you there. We'll, we'll, we'll have to go check it out. I was bragging on Neighbor's Mill. and uh, And so... Anyway, Mr. Taco Loco, we're going next time we're <laughs> in Fayetteville. Macy says we got to go. It, it's not it's not fancy, so if you're looking for fancy tacos, this street, is not the place. 99-cent street tacos, I'm all about it. It's good stuff. So, uh, all right, well, listen, hey, we're going to wrap up there. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I know you're so busy here. I know everybody wants to talk to you. I've seen it with my <laughs> own eyes this week. So thank you for making the time to uh, sit down and talk to a couple of goofballs about uh, farm policy. Uh, we're grateful for having you uh, on today, and we'll yeah. see you soon. Yep. Thanks again for having me. Thankful for what you all do here in Arkansas. Just telling the story. So right. appreciate it. Sounds you. good. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.